you can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside, repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Fill her up. You're listening to the Gas Digital Network. Yeah, I know. Because I can't get right. This is cutthroat. This burns as words pop from a snub nose. This Kurt meant skur and not give a fuck mode. Because I can't get right. Because I can't get right. Yeah. Hey, welcome to Can't Get Right with uh, me, Kurt Metzger. And I have a very special uh, America's sweetheart of a guest today, who's uh, Noam Dwarman, the owner of the the legendary Comedy Cellar, which I would consider the club where I, I felt like a real comedian uh, the most. And uh, I want to have Noam on because uh, he's one of the few... Are you still Republican, Noam, or, or are you like... A, I was never, of, I was never, I was oh. never, ever a Republican. Well, in New York, he's one of the few people that would not, you, you would lean more conservative. But the reason I bring it up yes. is you're also one of the only club members, club owners that I remember, who would raise the pay on his, of his own accord, okay? And wasn't like, like, uh, Noam's, a, Noam's one of the good ones of club owners, I must say. Um, I didn't know you weren't Republican. I don't know why I thought that you were, but... uh because because people will say that about people as a like a swipe at somebody who has views that are to the right of their own, you know. Well, I think it's good if you're getting conservative and not alt right because that's like the, the main swipe. I guess if you're like under a certain age, you're accused of alt right. Yeah, I'm definitely not alt right, but who the fuck is? I don't know. I, what, where do you find an alt right in the in the year 2022? I've I haven't seen one. I haven't seen anything other than like a slur thrown by a fucking like you know. The Daily Beast at like uh, I don't know Jimmy Dore, who's a lefty, lefty, left, left. Um, but we, we, would you say you're independent? You lean. This is why I ask. I'll tell you what, because yeah. I did the Comedy Cellar uh, year end podcast that Hatem sets up. It's been a long time since I did a thing where, because all the stories he was bringing up were interesting stories, and this and Hatem had set it up where it's like everyone's gonna say a blurb of five seconds and we move on to the next thing, and uh. The, you know, I'm in New York in a long time, and I haven't seen a bunch of people in a long time. And um, I, I, as soon as I came in, I heard, I don't know what the guy's name was, but he, he left the podcast immediately because as I'm waiting to come in, uh, Hatem asked this guy, maybe you know who this is. He asked this guy, um, what news should people be watching? And the guy goes, well, I think uh, CNN you should watch. I guess he works at CNN, like he does weather or something. So I come in and I, oh no I'm sorry he goes you should you should go with main like a mainstream news and and so I came in I was like which mainstream news should I watch because I'm an asshole and he's like well I would say CNN and I'm I, I mean like he works for them and then he goes <laughs> he got like CNN the for what the Cuomo brothers comedy that you know they just now took it? he goes well you know it's my I'm not gonna go against uh you know my employer I'm like well that's real integrity and then he left and uh. I, I forgot how many people, because New York's such a center of CNN, Fox, and I'm so far removed from that now just because I live here and also, like, I, I, you know, I'm forced to read a lot of things now because of working on Jimmy's show. Um, it was amazing to me. And then so, so Hatem's talking about these news stories, 
and like people are just saying this stupid glib shit. And I, and, and I wanted to know, like Rittenhouse, they brought up Kyle Rittenhouse. And I go, okay, what facts do you actually know about the case? I always ask people what they know about it. Harrison Greenbaum, of course, knew nothing about it. This is the guy who was on. <laughs> Danny, um, what's the guy's name? Danny. Uh, yeah, that guy's great. He's a lawyer who's been on CNN. And the second I get on, Danny Savalas is there, and, and Harrison says to uh, Danny, he goes, which Justice League superheroes would we be if we were in the Justice League? Uh -huh. And then Danny kindly answers this inane question from Harrison. <laughs> and I just my head, I'm like, there needs to be more time for every one of these stories because this is what you get, nonsense, when it's just short little blurps yeah. <laughs> of things. And then you came in and told a story about, on your podcast, who's the guy you were interviewing? Eric Topol. Was and a who is doctor. he? He's, he's a doctor, like um, very, very, very prominent doctor who who is, tweets a lot about COVID and is considered to be very credible. And he is and he is quite credible, actually. But he was accused of being responsible in some way for um, Pfizer delaying the vaccine, perhaps with one eye on having it come out after after the election so that Trump wouldn't be able to be benefit from it. Well, I, I mean, without even knowing a ton of details, I already think that because yeah. Yeah. one, there's this bizarre thing where, you know, all the people that don't want to get vaxxed are not, in fact, mostly black and brown people and who can blame them. It's these Trumpers that don't want it. But Trump was the guy pushing the vaccine that approved Operation Warp Speed yeah. to rush it through. And on Jimmy's show, he was playing recordings of Fauci talking about how you can't just put a vaccine out. It takes years and years, and I don't think we're going to have it that fast. He always plays the clips of all the MSNBC and all like the Democratic yeah, politicians well, they, they, going. I won't. I won't take it. Remember yeah, that? the Democrats in the convention were saying a lot. I mean, the, I the wouldn't debate, take. I, I wouldn't take a vaccine. They all sound I'm like not sure I'm going to take a Trump vaccine. Uh, you know, uh, yeah, there was yeah. a lot of mistrust. So and and so, and I remember at the time seeing that, and I'm like, I don't care whose fucking names on the vaccine. And then, and then, you know, when I started having to watch more news, which I, I that's why I have to smoke pot constantly. Like I can either stop smoking weed uh, <laughs> or I can learn new things. There's not, I'm afraid there's not any. Uh, so, so then I watched this bizarre battle and, and, you know, I'm in fucking Hollywood, like, or West Hot, like literally in Hollywood. And, and the people, I know a bunch of people in the industry who are the most confident know-nothings I've ever seen. And, and. I mean, they confidently know nothing and they'll tell it to you while they're like debunking, you know, like a Joe Rogan guest. And they all say the same shit like, well, I'm not a doctor. I just listen to science. And, and you're like, no, you don't. You listen to consensus. That's not the same thing as science. Yeah. Like, oh, last time I did uh, the year before when or maybe it was a full year before, but it was me, you, Judy Gold. This is when Mayron made all those stupid comments to uh, Coleman Hughes. And uh, you were asking something like, who's like the hero of this back when uh, Cuomo wasn't kicked out yet? He was still the anti-Trump. Yeah. And you're like, who's like the hero so far of the pandemic? And I remember Judy Gold, who I like and don't think of as dumb. She goes, Dr. Fauci. <laughs> and I'm like, why do you think that? And I'm like, Is he just on TV? And you like, if you just lose any minor research about Dr. Fauci, he's just some bureau. At best, he's some shitty bureaucrat. At best. At worst, he's like... <laughs> Well, I mean, I guess you got to stack them up to the entire establishment with they're, they're all the same, but it blew me away because all these people that I know, and I think because New York is kind of a power center with those stations, like the, like the most people I hear say, babbling narrative at, at me are like here in New York, even when I go and like, you know, play towns that have been 
devastated by Oxycontin <laughs> like I was just in. They know more shit. And then I started noticing a thing where you, you must never do your own research. You've heard that shit. You must see at the club, people have jokes. Oh, what did you do your own research? Yeah. Which is insane. I mean, this is the smart people party that is saying, yeah, no, don't, don't read up on anything. We'll just tell you how to feel. Guys, let me take a quick break to tell you about my pals, rockauto.com. If you're an auto mechanic or one of super cool alpha chads that can fix a car himself, lucky. I want to tell you about rockauto.com, the online store with every auto part at the best prices. It's your one-stop shop for everything auto parts. Rockauto.com has been in business for 20 years, and they make it easy to find the parts you need at the best possible prices. No more going to the store and no more dealing with whatever nonsense. I mean, you know, I know we're all sad about brick-and-mortar stores going away, but there's some stuff you're not going to miss. You know that. You know it. Like... What if they just don't have a thing you need? Why don't you go to rockauto.com and easily find everything you need, whether you're a mechanic, an auto shop, or working on your own car? Everyone has access to the same incredible pricing at rockauto.com. So if you're a car guy or woman, go to rockauto.com and check out all the parts available for your car. Oh, my gosh, you're going to have so much fun looking at car parts. Uh, uh... Just don't get moisture on your laptop, if you know what I mean. <laughs> RockAuto.com. And when you order, make sure to tell Rock Auto that you heard about them on Can't Get Right with me, Kurt Metzger. Would you please say that to them? RockAuto.com. Let's get back to it. And and uh, who did I just see? Aziz. I haven't seen Aziz in a long time. I just saw him at the comedy store. And um, he had some good jokes. And he had a joke about Aaron Rodgers, a football player. And he goes, guys, what do you expect? He's a football player who did his own research. Obviously, he's not going to make the right choice. I only had like I wanted to like hang out and talk to Aziz a little bit and ask him like, well, what do you know about it? Because I bet you he doesn't know shit about it. I bet he'd tell me, well, I know what all the people that I want to be around say. Well, Aziz, Aziz comes from a medical background, I think, his family. But but yeah, you're listen, you're hundred percent right, and. Um, it became political. I mean, going back to where you thought I was a Republican or a Democrat, like at the beginning, I was very um, pro lockdown, even though that might have been wrong. I uh, when the vaccines first came out, I insisted that all my employees and all the customers be vaccinated before there was any legal requirement to do so. Yeah, because, because my attitude then was from what we knew then. I think a lot of people's was. Yeah, it was that, well, this, this, the vaccine would mean a zero COVID environment. Breakthrough infections were supposed to be extremely rare. And don't forget at that time, kids couldn't get vaccinated and old people. So I figured, well, that way families can come and and old people can come to the olive tree and they don't have to worry about COVID. So I I like that. And that's the way it'll be. And now, and so that made me uh, a liberal, I guess, right? And now with Omicron and we see that, it doesn't matter if you're vaccinated or not. Everybody's getting it. And if you're worried about getting COVID or if you can't tolerate getting COVID, you can't go to a restaurant right now. doesn't matter whether the restaurant has everybody vaccinated. So I'm like, no, I'm not. I don't believe in these vaccine mandates anymore. And now all of a sudden I'm some sort of all right person again. But really, right. it's just, you know, I'm trying to be logical. I guess I'm doing my own research to some extent. I'm just trying to be logical, but without being attached to a party and a, and a political point of view. I don't know. They shouldn't 
It's right. I mean, you agree. It's a terrible thing that politics, politics got mis, mixed up in this stuff. Well, January 6th changed everything. Uh, I just, okay. <laughs> Did I mean, you ever see the casualties of that, by the way? It's like 10 people died. Half of them were old, fat, white guys that died of strokes and shit. <laughs> like one woman got shot. And the cop didn't die. The cop died of natural... Sicknick died of natural causes. And the cop killed himself a couple days later. That's the... That's so that, that bloody part. day. I mean, I, I, again, like, I... guess right. Like, I have, have an intermediate opinion on that. Like, I don't... I Obviously, it's a shameful day when the when people vandalize the Capitol building. I think you agree with that. Um, um Well, I, you know... We, I was on your podcast and you had that guy on who used to be a medic and I guess in Afghanistan and he was talking about how he's trying to get it was before Biden got elected. Yeah. He's and and it was when they were burning down Portland, you know. And and I said, asked him about it. He goes, "Well, I was there. I didn't see anything like that." And I, and I'm like, "Oh, you're like really doing this team thing, like like a good soldier right now because you're full of shit. Like, okay, you didn't see it, but you know it's happening because if you ask anybody in Portland, I was just there." I didn't see anything on fire, but when I joked about it, everybody knew exactly what I was talking about and they were sick of it. Yeah. So that's that like downplaying, you know, the peaceful but fiery protest. And then I'm, uh, uh, as Nick Mullen said, I'm supposed to be upset that someone took a shit in Pelosi's desk. Like it just doesn't add up to me. What, why, to me, a smaller business or, or the, when I saw I clip that old little black lady in, uh, it wasn't Kenosha. It was uh, for, was it Ferguson? They they destroyed her fucking little store, and she's like, "How's this helping black people?" I feel a lot worse for her than I give a shit about anything with the fucking Capitol building at all. Well, well, yeah, you know. yeah, of course, of course. If you want to bring those two incidents and and set them off against each other for for point for as a comparison, I would agree with you. But I, that even that is kind of being taken in by by the politics of the the matter. I mean, I I was outraged fucking outraged by these these the, the looting and stuff and, and and what went on to businesses and the way it was dismissed by new york times types says oh you know it's no big deal i mean and um i mean I, I i told the story before but like those nights when ava my stepmother was alone in the building there and we don't know what to do and it's COVID, and she's like we're gathering fire extinguishers mm -hmm. and like we're really Ooh. scary the police have basically stood down on the first night there so that's very very serious but having said that, leaving that aside, let's pretend it didn't happen. What happened at the Capitol in terms of, you know, going in there and vandalizing it, that's that is a shameful thing. Those people should be prosecuted for whatever they did. Um, I think it is shameful. Wait, wait. But however, was that actually an attempt to take power of the United States? No. Could it could they have taken power? It, it's like to, to, to turn it into something else is silly, you know? Well, it's not going to fly with anybody who doesn't live in D.C. or New York or L.A. or whatever. Like that, that's a real insight. You, you've been to D.C. and me. I mean, you've met D.C. people, right? And yeah, I mean, yeah. by people that are like the way you're connected to like show business, they're connected to D.C. Yeah, they're the worst. I mean, even when I like them, I'm like, wow, you're the worst. When they call it ugly Hollywood, I get it. Like it's the worst aspects of Hollywood with none of the good looks <laughs> and, uh, and, and the most like. You know, New York had hipsters, right? When when I was there, that was the thing. It was hipsters before they all turned, you know, into whatever they are now. And I would do shows in D.C. and they weren't hipsters. They were these twenty somethings that I used to call them House of Cards larva, because they were like, 
I, and I, I would t- they would all laugh at it. I mean, like what you're gonna do is work for like a senator who you, who you trust and you're gonna have to help him cover up a murder <laughs> that's your future here and and it was and I would talk to people that were in their mid-20s who were the most jaded people I've ever met and with good reason and they would tell me why one guy now he works as, for an arms dealer and he says he it's more ethical than when he was working in an EPA program to get mercury thermo dispose of thermometers at hospitals uh basically it was a good program he said because you mercury is poison you know and what happened was uh and they were doing good work but uh, just they invented a technology where it was cheaper for the, everyone for the hospital to dispose of it on site they found some way of disposing of the shit where it was way cheaper and whatever so what do they do shut down the program right we don't need it no they fucking lie and keep it going because if you don't spend all your funding money, you won't get more money next year. Right. And this is where I start to notice shit between Republicans or Democrat or, or like, you know, Jimmy's left farther left than I am. I think I, I I'm on issues, you know, um, it's like, I, I was just on a concern, like a, some friends were like free market kind of people. And I'm like, it's not, it's way beyond is private better than public. Like these companies are as big as countries now. And so now you're a fucking citizen of a country with no constitution. It doesn't even have to tell you the rules before they fuck with you. Because you're depriving you. You heard that shit. Yeah. It's Democrats saying it. Then on the other side, this like that story I just told you, you got the government agencies are strictly money made. They, they become like corrupt companies. So they're like, well, we still got to take people's money. We can't like, and so like, I'm amazed when people still fall into that Democrat versus Republican thing. Cause I'm like, how are you falling for this still? Like it's all merging together into one shitty thing where you're on the bottom and, and these few people are on the top and, and everything that people think is activism, like a defund the police, that's a police funding wet dream. That's why there's helpful pallets of bricks, but no cops around because once that idiotic idea plays through all the angry people, they get to have their cathartic release. Nothing gets changed. But they, you got to bring down the company like a Starbucks don't give a fuck. They, they're fine. In fact, they hope you do it. They could buy the block later when you run the small businesses out. So that's why they're on that side. And then we, we're going to have more cops than ever. All these same defund the police people are like, we need a new special police force for January 6th. And also to punish un, unvaxxers. <laughs> we need vaccination. And they're more police state. And so like, you know, when you're talking about Kyle said the same thing to me that you said about. Um, he thought the vaccine, it, you can't transmit. Rachel Maddow said that you can't transmit the virus. When you give, I got vaccinated right away, not for anyone but me, because I thought I would get TSA pre-check privileges from it. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and, and so I'd make a whole joke about it on stage because it's like the, the amount of bait and switch with that. And I didn't know until I started uh, hanging out with Jimmy. If you look up the FDA questions about, you know, the vaccines, because he had a, a dispute with YouTube about it. Like, no, they prevent the spread. That lie has been going on for a while. Go to the FDA page and, and look at the questions. They go, well, we hope it does because historically vaccines do, but we don't have enough data yet. That's very strange that the FDA, that's not fringe, that's the official site. Then it starts to dawn on me, most people, when they say don't do your research, they mean don't even listen to us, the official people, too closely. Because... Yeah. All Jimmy shows on his show, he gets a lot of shit from like, that's why I love him. He's just a principled guy. So if he pisses off lefties that are authoritarian, he don't give a shit. Uh, they they all haven't read any of this shit. They just know that the, the, like Colbert singing facts to them is probably where they get their news from. 
more than actual news. Or they watch it in an airport for five seconds. Then they talk to you like you're a fucking idiot. If you tell them a thing and it sounds unbelievable. Like that, the whole time that you thought, and good, I'm sure in good faith you thought that, that was never true the whole time. And I knew it wasn't true. No, it, it was true initially. It was true. And well, it was never true. They won't, they can't claim that. It was never true. No, they, they told could, everyone that. No, they didn't, not, they couldn't you know. claim it at first. But then a few months in, um, studies began to emerge, which show this is against the initial variant that breakthrough infections were very rare. And well, then, of course, obviously, if you, if you had a breakthrough, if, you, if breakthrough infections are rare, spreading it is rare because you only spread it if you get infected. So, but but it's it, but then it became less true with Delta, slightly less true, and now is completely untrue. And, right. and people right. are not not updating their logic to 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 grapple with the fact that son of a bitch, the reality changed, you know. And because yeah, it, it, it wasn't ever about that. The, the, now you got the the weirdos. I see people post like we need more lockdowns now. It's it's all S and M. Oh yeah, lock us down, Daddy. They're all. That's why they loved fucking Cuomo, Andrew Cuomo. Like, oh, he's like a, he's got nipple rings and he tells us what to do. Yeah, and like, like, yeah. And by the way, they the people promoting him all knew he was the whole time. It was well known in New York among, especially like left leaning people, that he was a, a sack of shit. But as soon as you get the major narrative of like, oh, this guy's a, another Trump, but apparently worse because they were able to nail him and they didn't good nail Trump. Uh, there's like no, there's this really gross thing where nothing matters except like one, if you work for a company, you guard it like it's like how a Marine would guard the United States. That's like that CNN guy. I think of, I'm not going to go against my employer, right? Or wrong. like, I, and I'm, and I'm shocked. Like, I'll tell you right now, even if I never had a thing where I got uh, drummed out of guild, guild jobs, you know, now I, I uh, unless it was like a close, like a friend, like sometimes people are like, hey, will you do this for me? Like I'll, I would do it for like a friend, but I have no, I don't think I could ever sit in that space again. When I think about all the years of being in like a company office, like, and watching how the people interact. And these are all people that are better educated than me and certainly came for more money than me. And you could tell, you just tell right away. And I wasn't even conscious of how not, I thought, I don't know, I thought it was pretty standard middle class, I guess, but I must not have been because the way these people talk, I'm like, what? Dude, we used to sit in a, I always joke with Kyle about it. Do you know Kyle Dunnigan, right? You know him, he's from Connecticut. And um, this is before I went to therapy ever. But at the time I'm watching all these kind of like upper, upper middle class, like, you know, uh, people, and they all have these therapy stories from childhood. And the closest thing I can relate to that is like going to church a lot, you know, and all their story, like Kyle told a story about his therapist would fall asleep while he was telling him his fucking, <laughs> <laughs> and he would, the guy would have to hold a pen. He did this thing where he'd hold a pen, it would start to drop so he'd know to wake up. Jeez. And I go, Kyle, does that mean you're done at therapy? Like, if the guy's falling asleep, <laughs> like, but that was very, it's kind of dumb on my part. But just watching that, watching it, and, and, and at that time, I was like, uh, I was all Obama. I was like, and I, and the way I thought Obama, and I, and I said this, and I was like, well, he's lesser two evils, you know, it's not perfect. Yep. He's up, but he's overall a pretty good guy. And, and, and Romney seemed like a dipshit to me. Uh, and I didn't know shit about shit. And I, and I remember feeling very confident because I would see crazy things from Republicans like Obama is a Muslim and he's a communist and he wants to, he blew up the pipeline 
to make us not use oil. You know, all that dumb shit that went around. And meanwhile, I didn't know half the evil fucking shit Obama did that most fucking Democrats don't. And they're still in their head. We're like, if we just had him back and half. You mean the droning of uh, people? Oh, yeah, that's a massive one. I didn't because this is what this is what sums up America to me of your choices. Okay, there's also Obama. I I think it's like something like 90 percent. Oh, they switched the definition of combatant, much like changing the definition of vaccine or woman. Take your pick of words. We're officially changing to mean any male, able-bodied male over 15 who has arms that could hold a gun and they're just killing them with drones, which is unfucking real okay? Then Trump gets in and his big fucking innovation is you don't have to report who you kill with drones anymore. That's crazy. <laughs> that's, that's, Ameri- that's the American system now, what you get. You get the, the good guy who's like going to lie to you and then the bad guy who's not sophisticated enough to do what the fucking hoity-toity people do when they do the same fucking shit. And, and, and so I guess I just like wonder how anybody has any... I never had any faith in it because I, I grew up in a doomsday cult and God was supposed to have killed you all by now. So I don't, I've never gotten emotionally attached to like a flag salute or a, you know, who's president, you know, like, um, but how do you like, do you think it's just based on like, if you're doing okay financially, that's what keeps you? Because a lot of those January 6th shameful people were all massive financial problems, lost their home, had tax liens. That's what that is. Or they're hooked on shit. You know, one of the guys that died was, Adderall intoxication, some Not older really? guy. Yeah, because he's probably tired and doesn't want to, he's going to be standing all day. You know, Jay Johnston from Mr. Show was there? I didn't know that. There's a I, picture of him. Yeah. I, I don't know what to make of those people. I mean, these, these are, these are a, it's a small group of really extreme people who fell for what he was saying. I don't even, I mean, although I think there's some evidence that some people were planning to be up to no good that day i think the majority of the people just kind of found themselves in that oh my god let's go in there and went along with it you know let me ask you were you aware of i wasn't aware of this till i saw this movie that um it's this british guy chris something he used to make a show called brass eye in england that was like fake news really really funny fucking writer and he was friends with sasha that's why and and so he had a movie about it he made a movie called four lions which is about terrorists a, a, a local a terror cell in uk you know which is like a comedy. Yeah. And he, his next movie was about, and I remember these, I remember two of these stories that he was referring to. This is what, see, I still, I, I just always, I, no matter how much pot I smoke, I still remember fucking shit. But do you remember the guys in Florida, the black guys, when we were rounding up all these terror cells after 9-11, and, um, and I remember watching this on the news, and they were planning to uh, do something to Chicago, and the FBI had uh, caught them, thank God, and the news channel was recording the one guy they didn't take. It was like some black, crazy cult, you know, in Florida. And the guy's name was Brother Corey. And it didn't take long into them talking to him that you knew where the FBI didn't take him because he was visibly mentally retarded. I mean that medically. Yeah. Um, and those guys' plan was they're going to ride horses. But they didn't say this at the time on the news. Basically, what the FBI does, and if you, I listen to a lot of mafia podcasts, and the mobs will tell you, I don't know what people think entrapment is, I know what I thought it was, and I was way off. The FBI has to prove that you're doing something that was in your nature, that's the wording, in your nature to do. So they can literally outsource a guy, which is what they did these, a lot of these mosques. They hire, they, they catch some, some uh, Middle Eastern Muslim guy for something unscrupulous, some, you know, con, usually con man shit. They go, you're going to jail, but you go in these mosques and find these people for us. 
then these guys would literally draw up stupid plans, like the Meg Whitmer kidnap- kidnapping case that was yeah. brought to the feds. Then they would make a big show of arresting them. There's at least 300 of these. I did not know that. While, by the way, while they were dicking around with their fake things to get funding, the Boston Marathon bombing happened, which people had been reporting. In fact, you'll notice a lot of school shootings, the people have been reporting to the cops and the FBI, and, and I don't think they're on purpose not doing it. I think everybody's doing this thing of trying to get funding all the time. Kurt, yeah. so, so you, are you buying into this, uh, this theory that the FBI was somehow involved in, in uh, uh, creating the January 6th thing? Uh, well, involved as in, didn't you see a video of that guy that that's going, Hey, we need to go to the Capitol because what? And then that he goes, nope, I mean, I mean, peacefully. That yeah, guy? I, I did see that, but I, I, and they, I mean, they, they, there was a story last week that, that where they testified before committee and, and swore that he was never, yes, that's involved. the Congress. That's the Congress committee. Now there's an FBI investigation. That's the real thing. The committee is a pageant. Why would you even need that? So here's what they did. The FBI, when asked who this guy is, they go, oh, I can't answer that. I can't, which what? Why can't you answer that? The committee, the political show, puppet show for, okay. <laughs> the committee, this is the debunking of it. And this is what's so scary when you actually look at the debunkings, they go, that's a silly conspiracy because the committee asked him and he said no. Oh, well, that, I guess that's good enough for me. Guys, let's take a quick break so that I can talk to the responsible adults over the age of 21. Are you over the age of 21 and are you responsible? Oh, and also, do you live in a state where Delta 8 is legal? Which is most, most states it, it is legal. And also, do you want to get high? Are you a responsible adult that wants to get really high legally? Well, stop turning to glue because now you can go to YoDelta.com where you can stock up on high-quality, lab-tested Delta 8. What is Delta 8, you ask? It's like uh, it comes out of the cannabis plant, like uh, whereas CBD doesn't make your brain high. It just uh, makes your muscles high if you need that. Delta 8s makes you high. They extract that out. And the great part is if you live in a state that still doesn't legalize weed, and I'm sorry, it's crazy. I'm sure they got plenty of Oxycontin there, not enough legal weed. You can get this great Delta 8 and get high. Now, I've been having uh, Yo Delta gummies. I, I, I just had a, uh, they sent me a nice box of them. And uh, those Delta 8 gummies did get me very high, I must say. I don't know if you tried Delta 8, but you got to get it from a good source or it's like you're taking your chances. That's just how it is. But Yo Delta, the makers of Yo Kratom, uh, do a fine job. And I would recommend going to their website if you're interested, YoDelta.com, and use promo code GAS, G-A-S, and get 25% off. That's promo code GAS for 25% off Yo Delta, home of the Delta 8 that will get you super high. Back to the show. Now, I... I I don't know how anybody thinks that's far-fetched outside of, that's the capital. You're telling me they don't have any agents in that? They had at least one, I'm sure. It's clear they did. The Times reported that they definitely did have undercover, as they should. Yes, Um, they should. But what they shouldn't do, who told, why are the cops not there? Like, this is clearly, who put pallets of bricks at the riots? Who put pallets of bricks there? Antifa did? I don't think so. I think they make you bring your own bricks. I don't know, but you, you, I'm not inclined to believe that stuff. And um, why were we in Afghanistan for 20 fucking years? What does that have to do with it? 
it's all the same thing. People get funding for keeping things going. You know why the cops, by the way, this is why I thought it was dumb to be yeah. like, do you find the police? I had a, you know, Suba, that comic Suba. No, I had her on and she's like half smart and half tells me regurgitated pod save America stupidity. And so she babbled all the things like, well, you know, think of you can have a social worker in an urban environment, go solve oh, the problem. Crazy. crazy. Okay. And again, the hashtag defund the police. I always have a joke about that. Like I can relate because I marched with defund the fire department, you know, for a while and, and people <laughs> go, Kurt, that's stupid. And I'd be like, no, <laughs> people go, that's stupid. We need to abolish the fire department. <laughs> <laughs> what are you, a uh, reactionary? So it's so, it's so on the face of it, much like hashtag believe women on the face of it is moronic. It's just you or hashtag trans women are women. They're these things where they're, de they're almost specifically designed so that there's a gate where it's like, you, if you're the kind of person that's going to go, wait, what does that mean? You're already out. It's not to build a thing. It's to separate the, you know what I mean? Like that's how these people design them. And well, so, yeah. No, so if you, if you ask a, a lib, like, Oh, what does that mean? All of them say same thing. Believe women, uh, defund the police. They go, well, what it means to me, <laughs> you mean like, it's like a MAGA. You could project whatever nonsense you want onto it. And, and I'm like, you fail. Your, your slogan fails. Tell me in the slogan. I had Kareem Green on. I go, do you think that's okay? He goes, no. How about like, you know, ref, reform the police? <laughs> you know, the people that live in places are fine. How about make the police do the job we need, but not, you know, shake us down and, you know. Of course. And so, and also why the police are convenient. They're the lowest customer service end of the power structure, the police. That's like if I, if the, uh, if I had shitty customer service at Verizon because they outsourced it to some, you know, and and then and then they could shoot me too. Isn't it isn't it interesting that that um you take both these cases? So like people like I think you and I are probably 100 percent in agreement, and 90 percent of people are like, as you said, the police should do their job. The police should <clears throat> treat people properly. They should not be strong arming people. They should they should you know they should stop humiliating people. They should stop doing all this fucked up shit. But instead of making that the cause. They, they, they go to defund the police. It's like, well, no, you lost me there. Similarly with, with trans things, I'm sure that you and I, we want every trans person to lead a happy- I think trans women are better than women. I want to make that clear. I don't think they are women. They're right. better. But my point is that you take people like me and you who literally would be totally on board, fully on board with the civil rights movement that, that is about letting trans people live and have every single bit of happiness and freedom that non-trans people have but they can't that can't be the cause you have to say yes in trans your, women are in women. your heart you have to believe it in your fucking heart and now it's like well you know i'm not sure that it makes it oh you're, you're the enemy you right so oh, no i was never I, the enemy <laughs> i've been doing a joke about that too about because so Patton's like sad fucking thing he had to post because he's friends with Chappelle, Patton oswald that was awful yeah and, and if you read it, I can totally see Patton is like bothered by it, but Patton is one of the last of the castable white males. And he don't want to fuck with that. You know, he's got a wife, some ex-child actress wife. He's got a daughter that he hopes will one day have a job in the industry, I'm sure. Uh -huh. He does what everybody does, like all the way down that CNN guy in your pocket. They're, well, I got to think about my, my shit first. I got to defend him. First of all, he's my friend. And, and oh, he's my friend too. I, what am I saying wrong? Because he came on... He's, he's, a, he's an important guy at CNN. Not even really supposed to do that stuff. He came on because- Oh, I think you meant Patton Oswalt. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> I can defend Patton Oswalt. 
<laughs> yeah. He came on to do Hatem a favor. And he's going to talk a light, a lighthearted thing, like a, a, a week in review thing. And all no, of a sudden, and now it's wholly he, inappropriate. Yeah, now all of a sudden, he's 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 poised to defend some really national scandalous shit at, at CNN. And he does. He's like, listen, I can't. What, what do you want from me? I'm not. I'm not here to, to get in trouble or anything. Well, like that. I understand that. What I don't understand I is talk going. To him, I talk to him off camera. He'd be probably happy to talk to you, but he he's just not going to do a podcast. That that's the dishonor. Because look, he's the the only reason I it came out of me was because he said, oh, yeah, you should only watch mainstream news and he CNN. Kidding. He was kidding. He, doesn't, he, he doesn't, was? I'm sure he was. I know him. He was, he, he was, he was probably well, just being... He's got a dry fucking sense of humor because yeah, I didn't see any that. kind of irony at all in it. Um, but anyway, Patton wrote how he's bothered by it, right? Yeah. He, he's got to have his wife take a picture of him sad, <laughs> sad <laughs> handwriting his tweet or whatever the fuck. And then he goes, then he can't say what the disagreement is. He goes... I, you know, I hope Dave will come around that the things you just said about trans, he said, I hope Dave will agree to that w one day or something. And the, that's not what Chappelle said. Chappelle had a problem with the thing that, you know, goddamn well, which is trans women are women. That's why JK Rowling is bad. And unfortunately for her, the sad irony that the creator of the most queer non-binary loved franchise of Harry Potter, like if Star Wars is too, too tough for you, fucking Harry Potter and and that's their their creator it's like they have to like turn on god it's great anyway that's that's the problem the that statement right there and nobody even wants to say it because it's not even worth bringing it up because yeah. the hassle of just bringing it up okay and uh, and so i always joke like you just gotta have a qualifier like you, you mean trans women are legally women like oh well, i guess or what but that's like you know i can't believe it's not butter is butter you know, what <laughs> i mean i use it it's fine <laughs> but so, so that's that a lot. These are the same people that blather that they believe in science, yeah. and then they're then they're the the like the lowest end, like the January six people, like the lowest end where this shit shakes out. The tendency is always to blame them, and you okay, you can blame them. That was fucking absolutely stupid what they did, but like things where like a movie doesn't work out and the fans. Don't like, you know, the Star Wars movie. I mean, a slam dunk fucking thing like Star Wars. How do you fuck that up without somebody's stupid ego? And then when they fail, they hide the numbers. And then they say the fans are fucking racist. That's what the problem is. Oh. And now there's this completely turned around thing where it, I miss consumerism, where they have to fucking suck up to you because they want your money. We don't need your money. We got venture capital. We don't have to make anything or make any profit. <laughs> Um, fuck you. Like, we're here to tell you how it's going to be. So you, Gillette Razors is going to lecture you on being a man uh, uh, as a commercial to sell you rate. Like, I mean, that's really because uh, much like many people, I have a beard and I turned on them first. I understand that. But <laughs> listen, you're right. And and to believe the science is is you're right. It, it's, it's a lie. They believe it when uh, when it seems to point in the direction that they were predisposed to to begin with. So that, for instance, on abortion. Um, and I'm pro-choice, but on abortion, the science is not particularly comforting to the notion that um, the fetus can't feel pain or that the fetus is not alive or, or any of the things which would go into a scientific inquiry into whether or not this fetus was alive and was a human and blah, blah, blah. They have no interest in the science. Why do you think that people... Because I'm fine with pro-choice. They get mad I'm, at the science. I'm sure, I'm sure it's murder, but I mean, what's on my account? I don't give a shit. But... Uh, uh, 
how many people would it because you know when i i would go on the road i remember i was seeing this girl that had a kid in uh when i was in atlanta who was like there's always like there's a more women than men there i think or something because in atlanta? The, well, yeah in that area where i was and okay. a lot of the guys it's like that southern dandy where it's like is this guy gay but they're like not gay and they have a wife like atlanta's a lot of that yeah. with the upper white rich people and um so there's always like kind of shitty dudes and then they're like there's like these hot like single moms there <laughs> like it's a ton of them and none of them had the and if they lived in new york they would have the abortion they wouldn't have had the kid but they just like culturally mostly don't do that right sure people do but mostly they don't and that's probably because they have family structures and other things where you're like because like why would and, and it always made me think like okay why because everybody i would date in new york like, oh i would get an abortion now they live in new york and they don't live in a place that's a little bit not that atlanta is so great but it, it New York does have a feel to it of like, oh, no place to have a kid. I'd be like having a kid in prison or something, you know? And and so why are people getting abortions? Because the number one reason is it's going to kill my hopes and dreams because I can't afford it and I won't be able to get what I want to get done. So I find that very interesting because as that becomes more of an exclusive thing, you'll know, like the people that are have money, like Nancy Pelosi has like, seven fucking kids and you know all these grandkids and she's a better stock trader than warren buffett <laughs> and um that's a historical thing like there's a thing called the georgia stones that some anonymous billionaire po put and it was like keep the population below you always hear the joke stanhope used to joke about it there's too many people things that there really isn't that things like now obviously i'm not advocating to distribute things to everyone like a fucking idiotic communist but <laughs> The, like things aren't really scary. Like there's enough diamonds for everyone. For example, we could all have some diamonds if we wanted. Yeah, but then they wouldn't be worth anything. Right. And so, okay, I understand. Just due to the nature of people, I really do think they, there's going to be some enforced scarcity of some things. I'm not saying like anything like, okay, because I don't. Th I don't think my thing is I have zero faith that the new system is going to do anything except limit it to even a few people, less people. Like now, at least you get about 150 people that control the fucking everything. As you know, like, like, as opposed to like Stalin or whatever, like that's, I just see like where this shit all goes to the same place, which is a top and bottom and, and everything now that would, not that I had a strong right or left pr principle, but everything now looks like a fucking puppet show to me naturally. And I don't mean in a lizard people way. I mean, in, you don't even look for conspiracy. You can, it's just shit. I just didn't bother to read. Cause it was like boring to me. And then you look at it, you're like, Oh, they do this openly. This isn't illegal. Okay, but but at the same time as all that, isn't it also true that part of the reason we are focusing on this stuff is because so many of the more serious problems that previous generations had to deal with are just only exist in history books now. Like, you know, I made the analogy before, like you look through a microscope and you kind of clean everything up and then you double the magnification and you can look terrible again and you can just keep doubling and doubling. Well, I think that's part of a, of like, like, like what do we, yeah. like, what is so terrible? Everything is really good for the most part for most well, people. I mean, unless you can't afford, I mean, it's good unless you can't afford a fucking EpiPen where you maybe yeah, yeah, absolutely, you, you know, like the, the thing is there's a lot of basic shit. And I know this from when I wasn't getting gill work, that's my insurance. I still have like something now. I, I, but let me tell you something that's fucking stress when you're like how am i gonna pay for my fucking shit and uh now if you see how it is out here i mean new york is at home new york makes you numb to homeless i mean it, it made me numb to it out here 
It looks like fucking Calcutta when you go downtown. I've never seen anything like it anywhere. The, the, it looks like 30s fucking shantytown shit, but not that nice with like everybody got together and built some shanties. It's like tense, and there's no fucking reason it has to be that bad other than they're utterly corrupt here, the people that run the, the local... Uh... So, yeah, for a lot of people... Uh, you don't notice the shit till something happens to you. That's the that's the way of the world. So Jimmy, for example, a bunch of his lefty friends think he's anti, he's anti mandates. Okay, he got vaccinated. He got fucking sick from it. They put him in a clinical trial, a clinical study of of a horse, the horse paste. I, I, ivermectin. Yeah, and um, because you know it's not shown. The official thing is this, which you wouldn't know from here is. We haven't done enough studies to do a recommendation for or against. Why haven't they done the studies? Well, there's a reason for that. They're, they're on purpose not going to study it. Um, but then people turn on him like he did a fucking... He, he got sick from it. He's one of the small number of people. Somebody very close to me cannot get vaccinated. They're one of the people that it's going to fucking seriously injure or kill them because that's the, there's people that just already have that condition for any vaccine, let alone an emergency authorization one. And so I got it right away because I usually have good luck with that kind of shit. Okay. And I didn't want to get COVID. So I'm like, all right. My friend Brian, who used to be on this podcast, he had COVID, got real sick, then got the vaccine. Then he got fucking Delta and had to be put in the hospital intubated. And he said, the guy's going, hey, you know how rare this is? Why he's sticking a tube in his nose. You know, Ian, right? Uh, The show run, uh, Ian Gelflin. Yeah. You know, Ian got the, the John, you know, the Johnson and Johnson one, the real placebo. Yeah, well, he goes home because he doesn't like needles, he told me. And so he goes home, and all of a sudden he has his terrible pains in his throat. All these blisters have formed on his tongue and his mouth and in his throat. He's like, what the fuck? So he goes he goes to the hospital. They, they can't figure out what it is. They give him some painkillers and send him home. He wakes up in the middle of the night, and now his arms are swollen with blisters all up and down them. Rushes back to the hospital. They jab all, he goes, ironically, I had something jabbed into every hole in my body when I went back. I was trying to avoid two shots and I got way more. And uh, he had uh, type, you know the diabetes you're born with? He had yeah. that, which he's not born with diabetes. He now had type one diabetes for three three weeks and then it finally went away. This is all from the J&J shot. Well, he's, and I go, you've had other, va-. he goes, yeah, I've had other vaccinations. He goes, but some people, he said, they told him it wasn't just a vaccine, but Clearly, it was the J and J shot, and he he uh, had a it's an autoimmune response, so he had an extreme autoimmune response, and you know when Doctor Fauci originally said it takes a long time to test this shit, that's why because that's how you're supposed to catch that kind of stuff. So, but but every vaccine has a certain number of people who react. That that's way. right. So if we all know that, why would people try to? Fu- what about the people who ca- literally can't take it? They're not in QAnon. A lot of most of them aren't white, too, by the way, like they I don't know why people seem to think that um, they're supposed to be like a, a, a lockdown that we just did. It showed a, a Ramison poll on Jimmy show. It's crazy of what registered Democrats favor. Twenty nine percent taking their kids away. Fifty eight percent. Was it internment camps or was it forty eight percent internment camps? I saw that Rasmussen poll. Yeah. Yeah. And and uh, I got no trouble leaving that poll whatsoever because I listen to Stern or whatever. I mean, Stern's just being the dick he always was. It's just he's only allowed, you know, a lot of these people that hate Trump, they are him. And they're only allowed, Trump's just one of them that hasn't narrowed his bigotries down to one 
approved group by the consensus the way the rest of them have. So now you're going to get a hilarious irony. I mean, it's fault. The narrative is falling apart now, but I got to say to Jimmy and I have been like, really, Jim? but he's only showing me mainstream news things when he shows this. And he, I knew about all this shit six months to a year ahead of time because he just bothers to read and look it up and tell people. And I think the shit's designed for people not to even look, Never mind conspiracy shit, the shit that they're saying themselves. So remember when they approved the boosters for adults and the two people who were in charge of the vaccine shit at the FDA stepped down in protest. Yeah. He, Jimmy showed that on a show. He showed the CDC woman. What's the CDC MILF's name? That chick saying. Walensky. Yeah, it's not approved for adults yet. Cut, cut to Gensaki, same day. Yes, it's good for adults. So now they're con- now the official, the authoritative sources are telling you two different things. Basically, the FDA, and this is news, but I don't know if people remember it or know about it. The two people in charge are like, this is completely unethical. We're stepping down. And now all they do is, I guess now they're discredited fringe, apparently, probably, okay, about how this was rut. So how can anyone blame anyone for being hesitant Especially, remember when they go, we think people of color should get the vaccine first. And people go, that's racist. And I was like, what black people do you know who are going to fuck? Hey, good news, black people. You get to try it first. And like, oh, <laughs> I guess they're finally coming around. Like, I, I don't know what the fuck anyone's talking about. So so now I'll hear people just talk about, oh, the unvaccinated. Like, if you know, I don't know how people have in their head where they know some people are going to be harmed. Yet these people have no problem saying, well, fuck you. You're going to be trampled just like me too. Yeah, sure. Some innocent men are going to be whatever, but fuck you. Just like the war on whatever. Just like a war overseas. Yeah, we're going to have some collateral damage, but this is the thing. Everybody has the same ethic, which is you can't make an omelet without breaking some eggs. And they all have degrees and places of limit. I have to believe that the people who are for these strict mandates, even they make an exception for people who can't take the vaccine for health have reasons. You, well, no. you don't have to believe it. Try to find it because I haven't seen it. I've only seen, and it's, it's because you're supposed to propagandize on behalf well, of well, that. No, no medical policy would ever be promulgated. That didn't make an exception for people. It was dangerous to that. I think like, like uh, that you sound just like me. And I'm <laughs> telling you, you're going to be okay. I'll give you a great example of this. I mean, I, I've never seen it, but I, I hope I'm wrong and you're right, but I'm probably not. Um, so so here's a story that I can't believe. You, you've heard, Kyle said this to me. Now, Kyle's a guy who's triple triple vaxxed. He's still, he's still getting over COVID. I think Omicron now, or maybe he got, I don't know what he got. He was sick for a while. So that shit went right through his fucking boosters and all that shit. Well, but and, it could have may have been much worse if he wasn't vaccinated. But go, yes, ahead, go ahead. The vaccine, yeah. that's why I got it, because yeah. I smoked a long time, so... Any less chance of dying, that's what I want. Right. Guys, let's just take a break to remind you about my old pals, Yokratum, who I wish would send me another bag of white mangda, even though I could easily order it for $60 a kilo, which is pretty low. I very much could easily do that. But I want, I just want it sent to me because I have a show. Is that so wrong? Is that, oh, what, I'm entitled because I just want to get a free, another free bag of quality Kratom from YoKratom.com without shelling out 60 bucks. It's just a matter of principle. But you, who don't have a podcast sponsored by the great YoKratom, you could get Kratom for 60 bucks a kilo. Kratom by the kilo. I mean, what am I, Pablo Escobar over here of Kratom? Kilos of Kratom for $60. You're not going to do better than that. If you're over 21 and you already use Kratom, 
I'm sure you understand the issues with purchasing Kratom, which is it's expensive and you're paying for a lot of packaging and capsules and this and that, and you could get it high quality Kratom at a low, low price of $60 per kilo at YoKratom.com. So right now, if you like Kratom, go to YoKratom.com and order yourself a kilo of Kratom. All right, let's get back to the show. Um, Kyle goes, uh, we're, he goes, what if someone, a loved one was dying and they couldn't get an ICU bed because, you know, somebody who had chosen to be in, he didn't say it like this, but it's, you've heard this argument, who's yes. who chosen me is clogging up the ICUs. Now, I thought that was fucking stupid. I had my own reason where I'm like, are they going to, what did they come and tell you? Like, we just want, you know, an unvaxxed person has the bed so your family and my rest to die. What if somebody died during a fucking mandate because they didn't get screened for something? Like a lot of people did die. What if I smoked for 20 fucking years and I got vaccinated and I chose this? Like, but I didn't think of this. Rick Overton said this to me. You know Rick Overton? Yeah. He goes, he goes, well, why aren't there enough beds? I'm like, oh yeah, why aren't there enough beds? Why is that? I mean, it seems crazy that we wouldn't, especially if a pandemic is coming, that they wouldn't prepare with a lot of extra ICU beds. It seems a little odd and emergent. They got us free vaccine, enough for everybody to have four or five helpings. So that's strange. Uh, well, there always is a shortage of ICU beds. Did you know that? There's, so, so you find the old stories that there was a bad flu season a few years back and they had to set up tents for all the flu people because the ICU beds aren't prepared. You know why they're not prepared? Because the hospitals, and I didn't even know this, my girlfriend told me they covered this on scrubs. They're owned by private equity firms who find the leanest, best way to do business. And ICU beds aren't profitable, like, you know, like EpiPens, I guess. And so they're always trying, like how an airline oversells the fucking seats. They've optimized it. And you know, so I'm telling this to Kyle. He goes, and this is, this is, I've watched this over and over again, when people get disquieting news or something that disquiets them, the news. He goes, yeah. He looked at Trump. He goes, you know, we got to be careful. Where'd you hear that from? Because you got to be careful. And I go, Kyle, I didn't say this, but I'm like, of the two of us, I'm the reader, buddy. But I understood what it was. It's such a thing of, well, you just said like, well, it wouldn't be like that. I know what you're saying, man, because I got a million of them. They wouldn't be like that. Oh, no, it's worse than that, actually. So I looked it up to find another article. I found an article telling me why it's great that they do it. Ready? Ready for this? This is why it's good that they purposely make sure there's not enough ICU beds. <laughs> uh, hold on. Okay. Uh, but it turns out that's by design. As Stephen Shortell, this is from marketingsomething.com, a professor of health policy and management at University of California, Berkeley. He said, uh, said for the most part, it's a good thing. Shortell said that the state's limited hospital capacity is an outgrowth of California's dominant form of managed health care, typified by Kaiser Permanente, which focuses more on prevention and outpatient care. In this system, he said, you have every incentive to keep them out of that hospital bed. That's, that's advocating for this thing that is a fucking problem. Okay? Now, well, I'm not, okay. Uh, well, well, so I, we can't have that, just the money go a little bit into that? So, so a couple of things so related. So a friend of mine was telling me about how these 36-hour wait uh, emergency rooms now because of uh, unvaccinated. And I was wondering if that was unusual because um, my father, I remember, had to wait 24 hours in an emergency room in the early 2000s when he had some seizures. But so I started looking up like long emergency times right now. I'm finding article after article after article. And then I realized they're all from Canada and England. <laughs> so it was very interesting. So all these long emergency room waits, this is typical in countries right. 
and that's and which and California is similar that have very very regulated um, medical care because the, a market will normally create enough beds to to because every bed makes money, right? So um, that okay, you just hit on the the problem. This is my overall fucking cuckoo conspiracy that I'm putting to is the market. Yes, we don't have that shit now. Now we have so. The way I compare it to is you ever see when they study pig intelligence and they do this, they're smarter than dogs and they, how they know one of their ways, so they have this test where a dog knocks a ball into a little putt-putt hole for food, you know, and he yeah. hits it with his nose, okay? And the pig picks the ball up in his mouth and drops it in the hole because the pig is so focused on the food and smarter. He's like, why would I bother with the fucking game of, okay? So that's, I'm, when, when I think of capitalism, because I don't know shit about money, I think of, oh, you work and build a thing and you get to have the money from it. But that's not, the, it's the pigs now. Why bother with the shit, with the, the, this is in every industry, dude. It's in comedy, it's in fucking. My buddy that draw, used to draw comic books and got drummed out for being conservative. Yeah, yeah. Um, he explained it to me. Like, they don't care about the thing itself. Like, all, all these, the reason he got drummed out by, by a crazy, like, woke colleagues was because they basically get underpaid. They're like sharecroppers of IPs. And all their time they spend on Twitter, they're being underpaid by this massive valuable thing to, to make it. And um, they take all their anger out on Twitter on other people, kind of like bashing a window with a brick. They do it to people. And that's what, you're, that's what they like you to do. That's the top down of it is, yeah, go ahead. The cops will fuck, fuck them. Other people on Twitter that you think attack them. If the problem's not us, the major company. We're giving you the middle management power to do this to people. Did you know? Do you know why Superman's queer now? Did you hear the good news that Superman's queer? <laughs> it made headlines. Um, well, for diversity and inclusion is the reason. But because you know people need to see themselves, whatever the fuck. Here's why: these companies that own the fucking IP of Superman, they don't want to pay the survivors of the creators of Superman the royalties they would have to pay. So if they change the character by a certain amount, they don't have to pay. Is that true? So, yeah, you didn't know that. No. So I wanted to be a comic book artist when I was young, and and you're a sucker unless you make your own thing. Like it's it's like low. It's amazing to see the microcosm, of so, the movies make big bucks. The comics nobody buys. They're failing, because they're putting the ESG. Well, they've been doing this for years. Now who I'm an adult. What do I give a shit about comics? But I have friends that worked in it as professionals, and the same kind of bullshit, but worse than anything in entertainment. And uh, so this is the scam. They change it, and then the people the the angry like wokies that work there the person who, who well the guy who created this it's not the original superman is not queer no his, hell no his son jonathan kent is queer <laughs> and so what that is is a derivative creation which means so you you work at dc and they've owned superman right they've already ripped off siegel and schuster it's really sad what happened to those guys from, from dc um they pay some pittance to the to the family on this $530 million property, they'd like to stop paying that amount. Create us a new kind of Superman that we can, that's why they kill off the Luke Skywalkers and all this shit is to not pay. So they kill it. That. Yeah, no, it's to, for conclusion. So then the guy, uh, uh, you're, you're the creator and you go, okay, and then you create this new queer Superman. Well, you created that, right? But legally, you don't have any fucking right to it because they already own the, because it's a derivative, they own whatever, how Disney was known for doing. So now they have a character that the new creator of it doesn't get fucking paid right, and the old creator of it doesn't get paid right, and they look really diverse, and it's all. And then they get a good ESG part of your ESG score, of course, 
that shows you are good for stakeholder capitalism, the sustainable kind. So all this shit has been working together to create this fucking nightmare. And it's akin to a prison where you have to keep the inmates separated by color and gender. And, and because of God forbid they get together, they'll overpower the guards. And so January 6th, at the very least, when they say insurrection, it is, if you're someone that lives there and works in that, it must be a painful reminder of like what could happen to you. I mean, it must be. I'm right. sure the people are traumatized thinking, do people hate us? Because a lot of them don't know. And, and that Superman thing, it's nothing that surprised me when he was telling me about this, but obviously that's what it is. Because I can think of three other fucking podcasts. My buddy Alex has a podcast channel, has uh, I think Tim Dillon's on it now. And his only competition is Lewis over here at Gas Digital, really. Because the other channels don't have to make a profit. They're all venture capital. So that's now, now everything's top down. Everything. It's not based on any conservative and all the all the people are paid off on both sides of you, you saw the list of the the insider traders yeah the, who's the eye patch he's fucking on there yeah uh, i think Ma, he's second uh, only to pelosi right crenshaw crenshaw yeah and all these people are raking in money insider trading they're not breaking the law i watched the interview with the ceo of pfizer lex friedman he goes do you think like all the aggressive advertising and he goes i don't know i think of, yeah like his colombian drug lord accent i don't know i think it's aggressive we were well within regulation <laughs> that's the scary part they are well within regulation and and the regulation says we can do whatever the fuck we want and they've been selling it to everybody based on you know the, the conservative and liberal shit is for like morons like it, it, it it's like for suckers or something like that's for you guys squabble about the diversity go ahead we it's still gonna be my fan my progeny will still rule this earth don't worry well like, you know you know you know Kurt I, I I agree with you and I and I tend towards um respecting your kind of ultra skeptical view of the world. But I do have more uh, thing. I, I think there's more to be said in favor of the other side too. the American medical system uh, is pretty remarkable. The creation of the vaccines was remarkable. We don't, we don't tend to run out of beds in our system, but just getting back to, um, as opposed to other countries, yeah, we do. Back, that's the whole problem. That's why there's not enough. They didn't we, prepare for we, the pandemic. We don't, we don't really, I mean, even with the pandemic, they thought they had to be tense and the, the ship that they, they brought in, but you know, it, it, it's hard to gear up a system for a, for an outlier event, but anyway, but getting back to what, what Kyle said about the, you know, this shouldn't give the beds to people who wouldn't take the vaccine. You know, a, a lot of things fall apart in a, in a hypothetical scenario of total scarcity. We have all, and you can create a lot of hypotheticals. Uh, you know, but if there's no food, why should the fat people get to eat as much as they need? You know, but the fact is that even in times of war, right. we give medical treatment to the enemy. Uh, we will transfuse blood to to the person who just tried to kill our soldiers. We, we've never taken that kind of cold-hearted, harsh view about someone who was sick before I mean, the all whole the systems based you know yeah. you know karen right when i was with karen yeah you know the nightmare because she has fucking crohn's disease the fucking nightmare of insurance yeah. basically if obama who by the way th that fucking obamacare that was a republican the reason that even passed at all was because they hid little things in it for the pharmaceutical companies such as it's called the uh, freedom of women treatment act some some name like that that's built into it because they weren't allowed to give these brain fucking pills to pregnant women. And, and now they are allowed to, and because they have a right to take brain pills. They can, so uh, <laughs> the shit that you don't get to see that people don't get to see, unless you look and who's going to fucking look close, uh, is 
you don't get nobody gets any of these fucking scraps unless somebody got a big fucking blowjob with your fucking tax money. So that's how that shit works. Um, if we gave if we gave fucking blood transfers to the enemy, that's fucking uh, uh, PR as far as I'm concerned because we also made it legal to torture them. So right. like, like you know, here's a better idea. We could just not fucking uh, blow people up. How about the the 20 years of trying to build Afghanistan with our boy fucking comrades? How about you make seven failed healthcare systems with that, and it'd still be a better fucking use of the money than the last 20 years, which were a disaster. But the wartime thing you just said is is key because you can't suppress or do all this unless you're at war. So Trump was a great war, especially for the media, the six media companies that thank you, Clintons, for allowing them to all consolidate into these fucking things that are trying to ruin any kind of <laughs> discourse. Yeah. Don't you notice the craziness of you platform? So that's what they, they'll go at Jimmy at the most. He plat he talked to a Boogaloo boy one time. The <laughs> Boogaloo boy he talked to, according to him, not only was the guy gay or bisexual, he was there protecting BLM marchers during the... Now, that ain't the narrative I heard of, of Boogaloo. Turns out it's much like Antifa, a loose fucking online thing that doesn't have any set anything. But if you talk to a Democrat or a lefty, oh, Boogaloo boys, that's like the Proud Boy. What is the acts of Proud Boy terror that they've done? Do you know? No. I can't think of a single fucking one except fist fighting with Antifa in the street. I also don't, like... Oh, the Proud Boys. Do you see those that Patriot Front march that people think is uh, all feds? No. They're called Patriot Front. And they, they march and, and they have like, it's the thing is, it's so vague. It looks like it was made for a movie or something. Like it's like, and, and uh, they just do. And I'm like, okay, they're scary. What do they do? They put stickers up. <laughs> and go look up Patriot Front online. You're like, Patriot Front has struck again with a sticker now that has every that's like if disney plus was like we're going to create a, a a white supremacist group but we got to keep it disney you know like i think things are breaking apart for it's almost like uh i feel like i got to have a little bit more of the first matrix and now these kids have to live in matrix resurrections yeah where it's like this isn't the matrix like i remember when the matrix was like so what's the answer kurt what's the answer to all this well I said earlier, God's going to kill you all. So that's my, but Jimmy is all, and, and I agree with him. And I think people are fucking, uh, Democrats are such uh, 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 punks because all they, they're such like pussies. They, well, it's because Pete, they're doing fine. I'm thinking all my like Hollywood friends are doing fine. They're like, if you do that, that's helping the Democrat, that's helping the Republicans. So when Jimmy was pushing force the vote, uh, and it was merely just the point, just so people are aware of who's, because it was not going to pass. But you have to keep hammering it and hammering it until they can't do business, until they do something. Now, uh, uh, a third party like Jill Stein, you notice the, the every election, Ralph Nader's the bad guy because George Bush won. Right? And Ralph yeah. Nader couldn't be a more honest guy than fucking Ralph Nader. That's why he's not fit to be president. Yeah, I like Ralph Nader. The guy who fucking. We have had seatbelts in cars because the company's like, there's no and, and airbags, airbags. Yeah. Yeah. And, and they tried to frame him with hookers. You see, you've ever heard the wacky shit? No. It like, it sounds like the CIA calling after Castro. They, they hired prostitutes to try to seduce him. This all came out in court when they had to, and they had to admit it and apologize. All the car, <laughs> the car conglomerate. That's what a car company would do to not put seatbelts in their cars. What do you think the fucking government would do? Like, what does everybody think they would do? So my answer is, you have a third party and hold the Democrats hostage and acknowledge that 
Because the idea that Trump was going to be so much worse than Biden, when Biden, nothing will fundamentally change. It got fucking worse. And not only that, the kids in cages are, they're fighting to keep the kids in cages. Even the, from, take your pick of things that he was going to do better. It's, it's as bad or worse now. That's why his approval is so fucking low. So all these people that keep going, because it's all based on their hatred and fear of the other, which I'm sick of being sold that all the goddamn time. That, so that's when I asked Suba that shit about, like, why can't you um, just say a thing if it's true? Because it, it, it might help the enemy. We're at war. We're always at war. Yeah, you're, so, you're 100% right. You're 100% yeah. right about that. People don't want to make any concessions, even though they know it's true, because they think it might. Because they think of the long game. Yeah. And so uh, anybody that's not like that, by the way, you were always a principal guy, which I always like Noam Dorman, let it be known. Thank you. Uh, that's all I give a shit about. I, I could get care less what your fucking thing is. I, I really, I, you know, I mean, I really couldn't care less. If you got to like a, a, you could be in the principled yeah. kill Kurt party, <laughs> but you're just not a fucking hypocrite. I would appreciate you at least for that. You know what I mean? Like I, I can't stand and it's all built into your livelihood is tied is is like how much can we tie your livelihood to the will of these like fucking new corporate states so that's why your online history that's why these people who like to cancel delete their online history that's why they go there's no such thing as cancel culture oh there's not i didn't did i make that word up i i don't know where how it got in my head it doesn't exist it's like fiat money we believe in it so it does so fucking all that like the satisfaction of middle management, which I don't know how you get rid of that, is, is is what fuels it. And it is being, it's basically a commodity that's sold around. And that's why everybody gets attacked. I think a third party that uh, where the Democrats have to just, I don't know, maybe not take payouts of whatever they take one year, something to hold it hostage. And then they fucking lose because they're losers now. I, what, what does everybody think? Like that they did a good job? How would you possibly think that? Yeah, a, thir- a third party would be good. Obviously, you, you know, like I do, that the system, the way, the way the rules are written, it's not easy to have three parties. I'm not saying it's a solution, by the way. Yeah. Like, I think that's Jimmy's... I mean, everything's a start, right? I, I don't believe in any fucking... Here's what the solution. Like, anybody's system, like, if we just did this, I, I want to see it play out. Because so far, all of them play out the same goddamn way, which is power... Con, uh, consolidating into fewer and fewer hands and then them, you know, like that's what sucks the most in a place that's supposedly capitalist. All these people like they're like, oh no, we can't really all the capitalism's done, it was bad. We ruined the earth and, and so you guys are going to have to stop trying to have things that we have. And it's fine. It's all settled in. That, that's what it is. That's when you see comics that are like turn on, you know, the concept of comedy. Oh, I, I made my money being edgy. Now we can all stop joking. Oh, that, that must infuriate you. I, here's what it doesn't infuriate me now. I, like I, I kind of feel bad for a bunch of people. I'd be infuriated, but a bunch of people, I'm like, motherfucker. If I told one story about you, it would fuck your life up for like at least a few months. You know, I don't know what you'd lose ultimately from it, depending on your PR team. But like, and I don't mean things that are crimes or something. I just mean the kind of shit that people want to ruin your life for because you have more than them, right. and they all know it. All these motherfuckers know it. I had um. Who did I have on? I keep probably James. Oh no, Jay, uh, uh, when Jamie was on, uh, you know Jamie Kennedy. I like him a lot, actually. He's a good guy. But he's he was like, we're not recording this, right? He wasn't saying anything bad. We're not, we're not recording this, right? And like, no, the people complaining about the Trump Nazism are the ones that talk like they're going to be recorded and destroyed. 
And I'm like, who is the Republicans doing that to you? It sounds like your click does that to you. Absolutely. I, I get that every week on my podcast. People are like, you know, are we recording? Is the mic off? And then they say the shit, which you wanted them to say, and which they've been pretending almost not even to believe in the entire hour. And then they yeah, speak right. frankly because everybody's scared. Yeah, well, I, that's why I would get, I just remember always getting like, uh, I'm a loose cannon. Cause I'm a comic. I mean, I need money. So I write for stuff. I'm not cut out to be in a, for more than like a season at a time of writing for something. I'm not, I'm not like a, like that, like that because, uh, I'll give you an example. Dan, one of the producers, when Rachel Dolezal came out with uh, she's transracial. Yeah. There's a whole thing. You can't be transracial. And this will, and at the time it was a while ago. I was like, well, why, if you could be transgender, why just like, why can't you be? I just asked him. Okay. And his answer, I thought about it for years. Like, it's my one, what's the sound of one hand clap? He goes, Kurt. That was his answer. <laughs> and I, you know how, like, I mean, now this has got to be like almost 10 years I've been pondering what the fuck that means. And you didn't have an answer, is, obviously. It meant, why would you even ask this? A friend of mine used to work at NBC, who's like killer at what she does. Uh, she asked too many questions. They didn't want people that asked too many questions. All these companies... So then it becomes a country, you know, like, I don't know. My solution too also is everybody starts kind of understanding it's a puppet show and it's not lizard people. It's not hidden like that. It's right in your fucking face. They don't need alien technology to do it. They just need you to be like, I don't care about that. And that's what I've always done that. And then all of a sudden I go, it's not that bad. I go, oh my God. It's so much worse than you think. Everything's so much worse than you think. I, 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 I mean, I like working on Jimmy's show, but I, I, I really, I, I, I'm smoking a lot more pot in between shows, I will, I will say, from just like reading that hospital bed thing. I got to go soon. Send, send me some stuff. Oh, yeah, I got to go too, man. Hey, no, it was good talking to you, brother. Thanks for coming on. Um, when are you going to be in New York? Uh, I want to come soon, dude. Um, uh, I, I don't know. I'm trying to see if me and Kyle could do a live pussy show. But um, I don't know if he wants to go back on the road because he just got Omicron. But I have a new hour I want to try out. So I definitely want to come through uh, Underground at some point. Come through. Come through. All right, buddy. Uh, All right, thanks Kurt. a lot. Anything, uh, Commie Seller, Best Club. I, I say still <laughs> the Best Club. Thank uh, you. Thank you, Kurt. And uh, your podcast with Hot Thames, what? Uh, live from America. Live from America, the podcast. Uh, with Hot right. you, you don't need to plug me. That's all right. <laughs> <laughs> I just do podcast motions. I don't know how to. Oh, can't get right. All, all right. right. Thanks, Nope. Take it easy, Kurt. You know, I'm a big, I'm a big admirer of yours. Thank you very much for having you me too, on. Man. Take it easy. Because I can't get right. Because I can't get right.